I really felt like, uh, um, you know, I shared I shared a little bit of a testimony Thursday, Thursday night in the at the Seer class, and I, I talked about how, for those who know, I've been kind of going through some procedures with my eyes, and and uh, on my right eye, pretty much everything to the left of my eye, in the middle of my eye has been gone. I can only really see. So if I put five letters on the wall. All these are they've disappeared already. You know, so I can only see the last two letters. Everything kind of just is gone. It was gone. So I've been, you know, getting procedures, a lot of prayer, believing, standing for my miracle. Um, this past week, I was driving. All right, everybody, driving like that. So I was telling my son, you know, because <laughs> my son freaked out. I said, he said, what do you mean you can't see everything on the left side of your eye? And you're driving? Like, what are you doing? And I was like, man, listen, as long as I can, as long as I can see half the car, I'm all right, you know? <laughs> but, you know, the eye compensates for it. The, the, my left eye compensates for it. And, but anyways, I, I had recognized that when I was driving, I could see the cars fully. Because periodically I look for my healing. So I'll close my eye and I'll just kind of see what it, what it looks like. So I close my eye when, in this this eye, and I'm driving. I'm saying, and I realized that I started to see. I was starting everything that was gone is now there. Come on, so I'm telling you what, and 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 I believe this is something in the spirit because, you know, I, I and so I prayed into this, and this is what the Lord is just kind of revealing to me. I really believe that the Lord is restoring the eyes and the sight to the body right now. He's bringing the clarity. There is a heavenly alignment that God is bringing forth right now. Like literally, we are seeing an alignment take place. We are. We are in a good season. In the midst of everything that looks crazy and what looks dark, boy, I'm telling you what, we are in a good season. And uh, I, I began to just kind of ponder those thoughts and you know, and, and I remember I was I was I was looking at some old notes and and man, I got a whole bunch on my mind, my heart here. That I, we're just gonna have fun. Can we have fun today? Come on, I want to say hello to all the visitors. Come on, thank you, visitors. Cindy's in the house. Come on, Cindy in the house. We got our friends from Kentucky that came down. Come on, welcome, um, my brother William. Come down. There's all the way, all the way from Michigan. Whoa. Wow, you really traveled. <laughs> Our brother and his family in the back, Lori and your family, thank you for visiting us. and um, Just so happy. Cheryl, your grandkids, come on. So, you know, I just feel like uh, um, I, I was, a couple days ago, I was going through some of my, my old notes, and, and uh, the Lord highlighted something to me, and it was really interesting, because see, a lot of, if you're not from us, from the from the from the hub, you don't know how we got here. But some of you have heard the story on how we came to be in Ohio. From, I mean, we're originally from San Antonio. I got I got a I got a brother right there, so I can say it, San Antonio. Come on, <laughs> Holy Ghost. But we're from San Antonio, Texas, originally. You know, and and uh, um, so we come all the way to Ohio. It's a, it's a it was a, it was a crazy journey, you know. But a lot of people don't know the story on how we got here. But I was 
What about the three threes, the 33s and the three three threes? Come on, threes. Anybody else threes? Yeah. What about the fours? Four, four, fours? Come on, four, fours. You know, listen, I'm talking like when you pick up your phone, like, wow, it's 444. You look at this, you know, you look at a TV station. Come on, it's $4.44. Four, four, fours, right? What about the five, five, fives or the five, fives? Come on. <laughs> so, really quick, who's had the ones? We're going to talk about the ones. The Lord says it's Isaiah 11, 11. In that day, the Lord will reach out of his hand a second time to reclaim the surviving remnant of his people. That is a promise of God, that he is saying God is with us. God is with us. Deuteronomy 1.11, come on. 11.11, I'm sorry, Deuteronomy 11.11. But the land that you are crossing, the Jordan to take possession of the land in the mountains and the valleys that drink the rain of heaven, come on. That is the goodness of God, drinking the heaven's rain. Come on, listen, I'm speaking to your spirit here. What about John 11, 11? Come on. That's it. That's it. Y'all can borrow that one. This is mine. After he had said this, he went to tell them, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep. But I am going there to wake him up. Come on. That's the resurrection power. Come on. That's what I'm talking about. Resurrection power. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, Lord. Holy Ghost. What about the twos? Two twos. Come on. Isaiah 22. I will place the shoulder of the key of the house of David. And what he opens, no one can shut. And what he shuts, no one can open. Let me tell you what, right now, this is where we're at. The Lord is opening doors for us. And he's even closing doors. He's closing relationships. He's, he, he's, he's moving things out of place. He's, he's positioning the bride where they're supposed to be. Some of us have been trying to hold on to our old seasons, and we're not letting go of what God wants to do. Come on. I know that feeling. It's like when you're full and there's like an extra taco there, you know you shouldn't have it, but you're trying to get like, no, let it go. Let it go. Come on. You got to let that taco go, man. <laughs> Pastor Brandy said, uh-uh. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, what about the threes? Jeremiah 33.3. Call to me and I will answer you. And I will tell you the great and unsearchable things that you don't know. This is the Father's invitation to the open door of creative miracles, creative opportunities. It is an invitation for a fresh encounter with the intimacy of God. See, you think it's just numbers that you're seeing, but God is speaking. If we, hit, if we let him... Speak. Come on. What about the fours? Psalms 44, 4. You are my king and my God who decrees victories over Jacob. 
This is a fresh perspective and increase of vision, declaring your breakthrough and season of victory. Four fours. Come on, that's the open door. You've been seeing the fours. Come on, those are the open doors. Holy Ghost. Fives. Come on, Isaiah 55, 5. Surely you will summon the nations you know not, and the nations you do not know will come running to you because of the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, for he has endowed you with splendor. Come on, that is the grace and the favor of heaven being released over the body. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I do like that. Anyways, I just wanted to share that because I thought that was pretty cool. This morning, uh, the Lord reminded me of something, and it was about an encounter that I had, and I've shared this with our house before, but it was an encounter that I had with the eagles of fire. And I really believe because where we're going, we had a miracle service today, and I believe that people were healed. I believe that, as a matter of fact, if you have something feeling different in your body, let us know after service because we want to we want to hear your testimonies. I want to hear what God did with you. Okay, even it doesn't matter what it is. Even just let us know what happened. Um, but I believe even where we're going this coming up uh, uh, season with the the spring and the summer, we have a lot of amazing things that's going to happen. I'm talking the the tent revival. We're going to see miracles. We're going to see salvations. We're going to see the harvest. We're going after souls. God's doing something. And guess what? We all get to be a part of this. But back in 2011, I was doing a meeting, and I was in Las Vegas, Nevada. And uh, I remember seeing the eagles of fire. And I'm not going to say the whole encounter, but, but the eagles of fire, what I saw was I saw, I saw a line of eagles. They were red eagles. And they were standing in line. And they had like, a, it was like a torch, but it hadn't been lit. And they, their, 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 their talons or whatever. So it was, it was as if they were standing and they had their talon up like this. And they had like a torch. And then there was a long line as far as I could see in this encounter. And then as I looked up in the sky, I began to see, I saw one red eagle flying. And this, this eagle had one in its talon, but it had a torch on the bottom. Around, it had this torch. It was lit on fire, and it yelled out. It, it, it let out a scream, like a, it was like a like a loud scream. And when it screamed, all the eagles on the ground they did that, and they they like their chest came out, and they, and they popped up, and they stood at attention. And as they, as they were waiting for what was to come next, and as they stood at attention, this one eagle comes and it began to fly and it swooped by. It went, and it began to light every one of the torches of the eagles. And now every one of these eagles had a lit torch, had a lit torch. And the Lord, I asked the Lord about this, and the Lord said this. He says, this is the new breed. This is the new breed. John 15, 15 says this. I do not call you servants any longer, for the servants do not know what his master is doing. Work out. Um, but I have called you my friends because I have made you known to, I have made known to you everything that I have heard my, 
from my Father. This means this, that everything that is accessible in heaven now is available to you and I. The conversations, everything that he's, that he's having with the Lord, he's given it to you and I. You see, the new breed will be the divine nature. They will be the ones that are friends of God. I don't know about you, but I like, I like my friends to be close to me, a real friend. Nothing is hidden. We have full access. We have full authority to the realms, the wisdom, the glory. Every one of it is obtainable for those who believe. The new breed will function in God's presence and his power. Listen, I'm talking about, we, we, we've heard the new breed before. Let me, I'm talking about the remnant. The remnant will function in God's presence and in God's power. The spirit of holiness will come forth. We will walk in the resurrection power. And this power will bring the obedience of what Christ has called us to. That's why I believe this. I believe Matthew 10, 8 is our mandate. I believe that. I mean, there's a lot of mandates in the word, but I believe Matthew 10, 8 is our mandate. Raise the dead. Heal the sick. Come on, cast out the devil. Sorry, cleanse the lepers. I think I said that backwards, but you got it. Come on, raise the dead. Some people are okay with heal the sick, but when you say raise the dead, like, whoa, what are you talking about? I mean, raise the dead. Whoa. So Bob Jones shared an encounter that he had with the Lord back in 2008, and this is what he said. He said, the new breed will be those who are the partakers of the divine nature. As you grow in the likeness of Christ, you're going to begin to partake in the divine nature. And unless you begin to grow up in that way, you'll continue to mature until you look like Christ all over the world. Jesus was one person. Now get ready to be Jesus's all over the world. Come on. You see, in order for us to do that, we really have to know who we are. And as a house, I know, I know, I, I know, I feel like we're stuck on, re on repeat sometimes, but this is a vital piece of what we need to know is we need to know who God is and how and who we are. It's important. Christ was the first of the new breed coming forth, resurrected by the spirit of holiness. The new breed would be motivated by the spirit of God, doing nothing of themselves, but only doing what the Father is doing. Come on, man. John 5, 19 says this. So Jesus answered them by saying, I assure you, most solemnly I tell you, the Son is able to do nothing of himself, of his own accord, but he is able to only do what he sees the Father doing, what the Son does in the same way, in the same way in his turn. You see, those eagles that I saw, those were the eagles of fire. Those are the torch carriers. The new breed are the torch carriers. They're the pioneers. See, I got a, we got a group, we got some pioneers in here. 
We got people that the Lord is waiting to launch out. The torch carriers. These are the risk takers. Come on. Ones that will say, listen, I don't know what it looks like, but I'll go. What? You want me to do this? You're crazy, God. What do you mean, God? Leave everything I know. What? It takes some kind of risk. But God, the reward's so awesome. Jesus. You're not afraid to take a risk. You're not worried about what people are going to see around you. Come on, I'm going to tell you what. I, I know I've shared this before, but I felt that for a while. I felt that in the region. I felt that fear of man try to come and sit upon me because I didn't sound like the pastors down the block. I didn't look like the people down the street. And they didn't like when I said, Holy Ghost, or when I talk about raising the dead. <laughs> and I found myself pulling back. I'm like, raise the dead, you know, you know. We're not afraid. Not worried about what people will say or worried about people speaking against them. Come on. They will speak what heaven says. The remnant will declare what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. They are the carriers of the goodness of the Lord. Heaven's voice is always louder than the whispers of the enemy. Holy Ghost. John 17, 21 says this, that they may all be one just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. Lord, let me ask you a question. When people see you, do they see Jesus? Or do they only see you at Jesus after church in the restaurant? Or maybe not even then. Come on. Listen, I, look, <laughs> guilty, listen, I'm a, I'm, can I just be honest? I'm going to be transparent. There's days that, when was it? The other day. Just the other day. I failed. I'm like, God, please forgive me. <laughs> I failed. I was at a restaurant. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I'm going to tell you my dilemma. You want to hear my dilemma? So I told the guy, I said, sir, can you bring me my tortillas tostadas? Which, I mean, which means, can you make my tortillas cooked? Because here in Ohio, they give you raw tortillas. So, and I know a lot of you guys are okay with that, but I'm not okay with that. So I said, uh, I said, Señor, can you give me some tortillas tostadas, bien tostadas, tostaditas, real crispy? I want them crispy. And then they bring me my tortillas, 
and they're raw. Man, that was one thing. And then I'm like, okay. Then the guy doesn't come back to my table. And there wasn't many people there. And immediately I said, I'm like talking, I'm talking. And I saw myself getting frustrated. And I'm like, and then I, I said it out loud. I said, God, help me. Help me, Lord. And I told my wife, Alice, and she looked at me. So Alice got up and grabbed my tortillas and went to the back. And said, can you give me some tortillas? You know, it was one of those days I was having like, I failed. I did. I had a bad day. I had a bad day, you know. It's all right. It's all right. But <laughs> but I wasn't Jesus. So guess what? If in that moment I would have started to minister to that guy, he probably wouldn't have seen Jesus in me. And then I'm, I'm thinking like, man, I'm like a local pastor. I got to, whoa, you got to slow down. You got to slow down, man. I mean, like, they're, I mean, we're on the newspapers, and we're doing it, like, we're live on the video, and, like, come on. But I'm, I'm being honest. Do they see Jesus in us, what we do? The guy didn't know I was mad. He, didn't, he could care less, honestly. It was just me. But anyways, do we look like Jesus? That was a day in my life yesterday. Um. the new breed are visionaries. They are spiritual explorers. They dare to tread into new territory. (laughs) Yeah, they dare to tread into new territory when other souls timidly accept the status quo. They are thankful but never satisfied. Man, that's, they're never satisfied. They're like, God, give me more. And the Lord's like, I've given you a lot. You're not even done chewing it. You're asking for more. You can't handle the more. He knows best, yes. But we're never satisfied. We always want more. Lord, give me more. I'm guilty of that. Come on, Jesus. More. There's always more on the floor. That's right. And that means the. That's as low as you can go. That's what I mean by that. They are continually reevaluating their lives in order to discover the hidden potential. Listen, I'm speaking about the eagles of fire. I'm speaking about the remnant. I'm speaking about the new breed. I'm speaking about you. I'm speaking destiny. I'm speaking purpose into your life right now. I'm sowing seeds of the goodness of God into you right now. They think creatively. They explore the possibilities. With God, all things are possible, man. Right. Lord, who do you want to get healed today? Wheelchairs. I don't bring it. The dead, bring it. Listen, I, I'm not kidding about that ramp that we have. I'm that's our hospital bed entrance. I mean it. Like, God, I look forward to the day where Brian Hospital is bringing people and bringing, like, like Lord, they, like, people's last request, take me to the hub. Take me to the hub. I want to go. They're having a healing service. Take me to the hub. 
Can you all agree with me on that? Jesus. They are spiritual explorers. They explore all possibilities. And guess what? They are active. Come on. They are not passive. Well, you know, it happens. No. They're not passive. They're kings. They're ambassadors. They have legal authority. They they have dominion where they go. Come on. They have power. They have authority. Shake it. Come on. No, you don't. Jesus. A lot of times, (laughs) what you see doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to you because you're a visionary. You were created to see. What happens is we put our natural mind into our, and we try to, we try to see with our natural eyes a spiritual encounter. So I'm going to give three keys, steps for the visionaries. If you're writing this down, it's simple. Number one, you see it. (laughs) This is God revealing his nature to you. Number two, you speak it. This is your faith in action. It is your heavenly agreement. Come on. That's what we just did. I said, can you agree with me that the hospital beds will come? The hospital beds will come. That is heavenly agreement. And it says of two or more, right? He's in our midst. So, number one, you see it. Number two, you speak it. And number three, (laughs) number three, you do it. You do it. This is the application of the revelation given to you by God. See, a lot of times visionaries will see stuff, and they have all this stuff burning inside of them, and they they let it sit there. I remember uh, I learned this from my pastor many, many times. I would have all kinds of visions, like of things I wanted to do, things that were birthing inside of me. That was the apostolic in me, and I didn't even know. I'm, I'm wanting to build and build and build, and and I would go with my pastor. I said, "Man, I got this idea. Let's do that. We're gonna build here and do this." And he would look at me and say, "Man, that's a great idea. That's the Lord." And then he would say, "Go ahead and do it." I'm like, "What?" Because, see, I wanted somebody else to do the vision that I saw. Because I didn't want to, I didn't want to have to get my hands dirty. <laughs> we do that. Like, hey, listen, I'm seeing this, I'm seeing that, and I see all this amazing things we can do, but, but I'm going I'm, I'm to just leave it here with you and let you do it. No, it doesn't work like that. You see it? Oh, Holy Ghost. You see it, you speak it, and you do it. God is the ultimate visionary. See, first God saw it, 
Then God spoke it, and then God did it. That's, the, that's, our, that's our model. That's the three-step pattern that we have to follow as well. Vision is one of those things that can be captured by all of those around you. It stirs you. It brings purpose, and it brings revelation, and it also prepares you to receive revelation of your very own. Listen, I've heard people say this often. I don't have vision. I don't know. I pray with them and say, well, what is God showing you? What is God showing you for the next? I don't know. Well, what do you have? What's the vision for your life? I don't know. Well, what do you want to do in ministry? I don't know. And I've, I've learned this, and I know this is, a, this is a fruit of the Lord, that if you don't know and you don't have vision, then you need to partner with somebody who is full of vision. And as you begin to partner with those that have vision, then the Lord begins to release the vision that he has for you and your call and your ministry. That's what happened with us. I went back to a church that I was really offended with. I mean, I was hurt by this church. And I went back and I served. Me and my wife, we went back and we served at a, at a, at a hurt place. And, and in the process of serving, walking as low as we could go in humility. Come on, I'm talking like low, low, way down. And I go and I serve another man's ministry, not realizing that it would lead me into becoming a youth pastor, that would lead me into a time where we start and launch an international ministry. Then that international ministry then goes worldwide. And then we begin to get invitation to travel the nation all over the world. Never would I thought, but I'm telling you what, when you walk in humility and you capture the vision of others, the Lord will begin to breathe in yours. See, a lot of times we want it the other way around. We want, I got a call on my life. I got a vision. I have a ministry. Ah. Uh, We can capture vision. Hang around with visionaries. You know that? Have you ever been around people that are full of vision? Like, man, I just love hanging around certain people. Man, they're like full of vision. God, oh, yeah. That's why, like, you want to hang around revivalists and evangelists. Why? Because, man, they're just passionate. You come around the evangelists like, oh, come on, souls and harvest and glory and power. And then you got others that they have the same passion, but... They just don't have the same vision. They're like, yeah, revival, yay. <laughs> Not that it doesn't mean nothing to them, but it's just a different kind of vision. They're both equally as good, but it's just different. <laughs> Proverbs 29, 18 says this, where there is no vision, people cast off restraint. But blessed is the one who heeds wisdom's instruction. It's time for us to position ourselves with those who are visionaries and partner with those in their vision, and you will see and become what you behold. Therefore, 
if you want to slay giants in the land, you got to hang out with giant killers. I'm just saying. That's the way it is. <laughs> I say that often, guys, and I really mean that. You know, some people want to, they want to kill giants, and they're talking about taking off the heads of giants, but yet all they're doing is practicing on, on rabbits. A rabbit doesn't fight the same way a giant does. You got to hang out with giant killers. Mm. Acts twenty two eleven says this. But since I could not see because of the brightness of the light, I was led by the hand by those who were with me, and they came into Damascus. Your season of serving and partnering will catapult you into your next season. It'll catapult you into what God has for you. <clears throat> Zechariah 4.10 says this, For who has despised the day of small things? But these seven will be glad when they see the plumb line in the hand of Zerubbabel. These are the eyes of the Lord which range to and fro throughout the earth. You see, we are in a pivotal time, and God is about to show us his unlimitless glory. Limitless glory. Don't let vision fly by. Capture it and tell the whole world about the goodness of God. Listen. The Eagles of Fire, I don't know if, if, if I want to get Melissa out here, if we can. Because I really believe we're gonna, there's going to be an activation that's going to take place right now. For the Eagles of Fire. Because every one of you that's in this house right now, the Lord has you here for today. For whatever reason you came, whether you're a visitor, whatever that looks like. The Lord brought you here today because there's a commissioning that he wants to do. And I feel like the Lord is saying it's time to soar. Eagles of fire, it's time to soar. Let me get the Peter and the worship team to come on up here. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Come on up here, Melissa. See, Melissa didn't know nothing that I was going to share this morning. I didn't know what I was going to share this morning. Last night, she shared a, a, a prophetic encounter that she had, and I want her to share what she saw, okay? I want her to share what she saw, and then we're going to see what the Lord has. Give me a second to pull out my notes here. Praise Jesus. Yes, I had this encounter on March 12th. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Did you know about that March 12th thing? I did not. I did not. I did not. So, um, Whew. 
This was one of those moments. Um, a lot of times I have to really press into the Lord, um, and I'm in prayer for a long time um, before he gives me something. But this whole day he was just like, spend time with me, spend time with me. So I got my kids to bed, and I barely sat down, and he just took me into this amazing encounter. I saw a fiery red sky. It flowed like ocean waves, and the fire came with the waves. I then saw the eye of the Father, and a single tear dropped from it. It began to flood the land. The teardrop and the fire began to flow together as one. As completely different elements, yet as one, it created one perfect element, and it began to take over the land. The teardrop continued to flood the land, and the waves of fire kept coming and coming. The water and fire created the perfect cleansing to satisfy the Father's heart. The eagle began to take in both the water of the tear and the fire from the waves in the sky. Both turned into their own rivers, the river of fire to the right and the water to the left. And they flowed to the eagle with the fire being absorbed in the right wing and the water in the left wing. After much time passed, the eagle flew up to the father, and he said, Go now and spread the elements. So the eagle flew. As he was flapping his wings, fire was coming out from the right wing and water from the left wing. I began to see various places across the nation where the eagle had to perch on the building or town and flap his wings continuously for several minutes and then he would continue his mission on to the next town. Come on, man. Those are the eagles of fire. Come on. <laughs> Can we stand up? How many of you guys are hungry for that? Listen, I'm telling you what, my days of doing church services, are they're done. If we want to see revival hit this land, we got to get serious. <laughs> Jesus. I really believe that right now the Lord is calling for a commissioning of the eagles of fire. The Lord is releasing a fire from heaven that's going to launch us this morning. Jesus. Father, I thank you, God. I thank you, God, that even now, Lord, you're awakening, God, inside of us, Lord. Lord, I thank you that you're breaking up. You're waking us up, God, that there's an awakening, God, that we're not satisfied just doing church, God. But, Lord, we want more, God. Lord, that there's a greater hunger inside of us, God. Jesus. Father, I thank you, God, for the miracles, for the signs and wonders, God. I thank you, God. For the fresh manna of heaven, Lord. Right now, Lord. Jesus. Father, I thank you for the fire of heaven, God, that you're bringing down. I thank you, God, right now, Lord. Jesus. Listen. If this is you right now, I want you to take a step of faith and come get your torch lit. It's a prophetic act. If that's you, come up front. Just stand up front. Jesus. Eagles of fire, come. 
Eagles of fire, come. Eagles of fire, come. Jesus. Spread your wings. Spread your wings. Jesus. Come on. Spread your wings. Spread your wings. Spread your wings. Okay, when I hear him saying that, I think about Matthew 28, the Great Commission. I'm telling you right now, listen right now, Isaiah 6, the prophet Isaiah sit in a place and he overheard a conversation going on in heaven. And, and the Lord God Almighty was, listen, he heard us saying, who will go for us? Isaiah stood up with a heart, a heart that said, send me, I'll go. Why? The Lord Jesus Christ himself said, the harvest is plentiful, but there are very few labors. This is all about the harvest. This is all about lost souls. There are people right now lost. If they, perish, if they would have died today, they would perish. But God chooses to use you and me. God raised you up as an instrument to be an ambassador for Jesus Christ. The very reason you got saved was to be a voice for God. It's the Isaiah 6, it's the Matthew 28, the great commissioning. And God is commissioning today. Those eagles of fire, a remnant inside of a remnant. Do you hear me? It's not that other people are bad Christians, but there is a select few God is raising up. Not everyone sees numbers. Not everyone sees numbers. Some Christians would think you're crazy, but God has his hand on a select few that says, yes, God, send me, I will go. But you must be hungry. You got to be thirsty. You can't do it lukewarm. You can't do it cold. You must be on fire. You must burn for God. And I thank you today, God, in the name that is above every name. There is an awakening taking place. There is a fire being released, the fire of the Holy Ghost. That fire is the spirit of the living God. That water is the living water. They are both the same in one. They burn, they cleanse, they purify. They set, they waken you up. Listen, the God of Israel does not sleep or slumber. Why would we? The God of Israel does never sleep and he never slumbers. And there is awakening taking place today. And in the name that is above every name, catch fire, 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 fire. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. God, I thank you for an anointing to go for souls and an anointing to go for souls. Fill their mouth. I thank you for a boldness, a boldness, a boldness, a boldness. Even the disciples had to cry out for boldness. Even the disciples, they said, stretch forth your hands to mine, to heal and do signs, wonders, and miracles. We are in the hour right now, God, and I know we're here tonight, but God is about to release his glory like never before. For those who have hungered and thirst for years to see a move of God, God says, don't stop now. Don't give up now. Don't give in now. You are on the verge of a breakthrough. You are on the brink of a breakthrough. You're about to witness things you've never seen in your life. No eye has seen, no ear has heard what God is 
prepared for those that love him. We are in an hour of fire, but you got to get hungry. I pray for those that ain't hungry, hungry comes. I thank you for those that ain't thirsty, thirst comes, God. I thank you, God, for a fresh anointing. God, one thing I know, there's nothing better than your manifest presence. There is nothing better than your glory. I've tasted it all and seen it all, but there is nothing like you, God. Fresh oil, fresh fire in Jesus. Come on, we just sing this morning. Full winds of heaven. Listen, I just, I just saw this in the spirit. This is what I want us to do. Everybody that's up front, get a little bit closer. We're going to sing that portion where he says it's time to the soar. If you can, I want you to connect. We're going to soar. Come on, prophetically, we're going to soar. Get, sit out, sit out. Separate. Yeah, come on. Move out, move out. Make room, make room. Make room. Come on, make room. Make room. Put it on the shoulders, on the shoulders. There you go. Come on, here we go. See, sometimes we get a little crazy. Come on. Fresh fire, God.